Hi, folks. Chris Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. Hey, coming here with a, another cool uh, podcast. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's almost the end of the year, December 30th, 2019. It, we're getting there. The countdown is real, man. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do, man? It's going to be 2020. A whole new decade all to ourselves. You, me, and 7 billion other people on the planet or something like that. Um, what will this new decade bring? I don't know, man. <laughs> Let's just hope it's better than the last decade. That's all I ask. Um, the last decade, well, it didn't really start out that good, did it? It started out with the financial crisis in the U.S. and around the world. And then, uh, you know, we kind of climbed up the mountain there. And then, uh, uh, and then, uh, well, did it, what, what did I say? 2008, 2010? Um, well, 2008 was the crisis and it rolled into 2010 and then it kind of built its way up over the next decade and, uh, wow. Yeah. So then you enter into, um, you enter into, uh, kind of the ugly part of the last half where we saw a lot of social media used against us. It was like the rise of social media and the crash of social media. Um, so it'll be interesting to think about what you're going to do. Think about what your resolutions are. Hopefully what you're planning for the next year and all that good stuff. We'll talk about that some more maybe tomorrow or the next day. Um, <clears throat> today is news. So what's in the news? Tech news, Chris. This is pretty interesting. Uh, one of the top stories coming out on there is uh, ZDNet. Microsoft wins court order to seize 50 domains that are run by the North Korean cyber espionage group Thallium. Hope I'm pronouncing that right, but I think I got that one. Uh, it's the fourth APT Microsoft has combated with this tactic. They basically, uh, I guess, go to uh, a court uh, system and uh, get an order, and the order goes, "Yeah, these guys are being bad." Uh, it's pretty interesting, and so then they just take over their domains uh, for their North Korean cyber espionage group. I guess it was doing a lot of evil stuff. It was putting, you know, different um, uh, bots and stuff on people's uh, computers, asking for personal information and data. And, of course, uh, sadly, people fall for that sort of thing. And um, then it would be monitoring them and, all, you know, doing all sorts of evil stuff that hackers do. So I guess they shut a lot of that down. So sorry, Kim Jong-un. But uh, the sad part is there's probably 5 billion of those things in operation right now. They just took out 50. But I don't know. The best way to eat an elephant is to uh, is to uh, chew it one bite at a time, right? So there you go. According to Bloomberg, uh, Uber and Postmates are suing California to block AB5. Uh, days of the bill taking effect, says law unconditionally targets the gig economy companies and benefits other industries. This is going to be an interesting battle that's going to take and happen in this field. Uber and a lot of the different, uh, a lot of these different companies that were built with this sort of gig economy thing uh, are fighting like hell because, uh, you know, it's the profit margins probably. Uh, and they don't want to see this bill take place where, you know, they're going to have to start paying taxes. They can't pull the W9 independent, uh, contractor thing anymore. They're going to probably, probably, probably healthcare and stuff. But I got to tell you, there's, uh, from everything I've seen about Uber and the different drive services and how they work and, and stuff, it's really interesting. And you have to jump through their hoops and rules and, um, you know, there you go. So it'll be interesting how they fight through that lawsuit, how they get through it, and uh, what happens out the other end. Will it destroy the gig economy? Will it destroy all sorts of companies? Um, and, 
you know, that are out there? Will it bring Uber to its knees? Will they have to come up with a new way to do their business? I don't know, but it'll be interesting to find out. Uh, Yahoo's News has got an overview of ongoing efforts by the U.S. to modernize its spy operations to contain the damage from the 2014 OPM breach to be more resilient uh, to tracking and more. Um, hackers began slipping into computer systems at the Office of Personnel Management the spring of 2014. Wow, man. You're the U.S. government, man. You guys are supposed to be good at this stuff. Get on it. Get on it. So that's kind of interesting. Um, uh, according to Eric Thing, uh, analysis of pitch book data since 2005 shows that in 2019, the number of enterprise-focused seed deals overtook consumer-focused seed deals for the first time. That means more investors are putting more money into enterprise-focused deals as opposed to consumer. Uh, there's a lot of smart uh, angles to take in doing that because certainly enterprise, you know, there's usually bigger money in there. Uh, if, in, you know, I can sell a product to one consumer one at a time, which is uh, intense. Uh, or I can, you know, go to like IBM and say, hey, buy our product, day, eh? And then you got to buy it for all your employees. And then, oh, 50,000 sales right there. Boom. That's cool. Um, so that's kind of interesting that it's turning the market. Maybe we're going to see less consumer apps, less consumer products uh, that are funded, uh, you know, by seed investors. And maybe we're just going to see more enterprise stuff. They're focusing on maybe the more profitable end of the of the spectrum, if you will. Uh, next up from MIT Technology Review, uh, the obsessive documentation of one's life online has made it hard for young people to shed their past identities and might have bad effects for society at large. What? You mean all those 50,000 posts on Instagram might be bad for me? No way. <laughs> no way. You're saying that was bad? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just am so glad I didn't grow up in the... Um, Instagram era. I'm so glad that most of my childhood, teen years, early 20s and 30s, actually, 40s, uh, early 40s, are not all over the freaking internet. Thanks, MySpace, for going away. <laughs> um, I'm just so glad because I made a lot of bad choices. I mean, nothing too heinous, but you know, seriously, some of the stupid shit I used to think and say. Um, probably wouldn't, you know, look too good nowadays, you know, and, and we were all evolving as a society back then. And so, you know, we've all had to learn, open our minds and, uh, learn new tricks and tips and, and, uh, ways to accept the world and people as it comes. And hopefully we're a more enlightened world because of it. Uh, <laughs> hoping we are, I keep seeing the news and wondering if we're going the right direction, but that's another story. So uh, this should be pretty interesting. I mean, it's you know, it's it's one of those things where you're on the roller coaster and you're not getting off. So you're just like, well, I'll just keep my hands and legs inside the inside the thing at all times, and pray that <laughs> the thing doesn't go off the rails and we get to the end. That's my roller coaster analogy. You like that? That's pretty cool, huh? Hopefully, we're all gonna live, man. <laughs> we're gonna die on the roller coaster. I don't know, man. It's whatever. So, um, who who knew? And then, and then I guess if you create a brand or identity, a lot of these kids they create kind of an identity with their brand, and um, it's a very visual identity. Like for me, the the Chris Voss show is 
not too visual because I don't post a lot of my pictures. I don't post things about me. I'm not the brand. I mean, I Chris Voss is the brand, but my face isn't the brand. Like you aren't looking at me going, there's Chris Voss. He's the brand and he's like really hot. And if he stops being hot, then we won't like him anymore. You know, basically that. Like, I'm not an Instagram model where you're like, you're really hot. And then, you know, one day uh, she puts on like 20 pounds and everyone's like, you're awful. And people shouldn't do that. That's bad. I should, I want just want to make that clear. But, you know, or she gets pregnant or, I don't know, um, she decides to get really bad uh, plastic surgery and then she ends up looking weird. And people are like, oh, you look weird, you know, bullying her. Um, and then what do you do after that? It's kind of like, it's kind. I guess it's kind of like what they're talking about with the documentation of one's life online. It makes it hard for people to shred their past identities, probably because they get so locked into it. It's kind of like when I guess actors get typecast. You know, like the Brady, what was it, the Brady Bunch, or no, what was the other show, Skipper and Gilligan, Gilligan's Island, uh, where Gilligan, you know, they they did that whole show, and I think they only did it for like two or three years, but it was so overplayed because. They didn't have any royalties on it. So TV shows were like, we don't have to pay royalties on this crap. Just play the shit out of it. And um, yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> Those guys got typecast so hard they couldn't work hardly ever again. <laughs> and they didn't get any royalties. That is brutal, man. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And it was back in the world where you know there was a lot of cartoons, so you couldn't go do cartoons either. Like you know, everyone can go do Toy Story if people are too typecast and uh, kind of rewrite the book there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Is a whole generation of people that are are uh, a whole generation of people that are um, you know they've done this online life and you know where does it go, man? Am I going to be looking at your life like years back, going? Look, there's Bob. I got to tell you, I do look at old videos of mine from 10 years ago, and I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, the audio is not that good. The video is not that good either, but part of the problem was back then, the audio in the video wasn't ever good. So I think the audio was kind of good if I would have spent enough money to you know set up a radio studio. But video-wise, you're just like, wow, that's really bad, man. And some of those things I ran my mouth off about, I'm just kind of like, Really? That's what you were doing back then. But I get it. We were trying to find a place in the world. Hopefully I've shed my identity. The beautiful part about the Chris Voss show that I've loved. And I recommend this to most people that start their brand. If they're going to name their brand something of themselves. Name your brand that's something that is flexible. So um, so the, the beautiful thing about the Chris Voss show. I finally decided to name it the Chris Voss show. And Although at first I was kind of like, I hate this thing is my name. Uh, if I were want to sell it, it has my name on it. Um, and then the other thing is, is, um, um, well, it does make it impossible to sell. Uh, the other thing is, is, uh, you know, what if I decide to do something different? So the beautiful part was the Chris Voss show is the Chris Voss show is whatever Chris wants the show to be. And over time we've changed the show and adapted the show and, and it's just pretty much whatever Chris wants to talk about. So, that makes it really flexible and uh, something that I'm not locked into 10 years later. Like if the Chris Voss show was called like um, Betamax is the best VCRs ever podcast. <laughs> We'd be really screwed right now, wouldn't we? <laughs> Mitt Romney for president podcast. 
<laughs> not that I ever vote for him, but you know what I mean. I remember, I remember seeing the guy who got a giant tattoo of Mitt Romney uh, for president or something, or Mitt Romney, you know, whatever year it was, and he got the tattoo of it on his face, and then Mitt Romney lost, and you're like, oh fuck, that's brutal, man. You gotta walk around that failure your whole life. Oh, what are you gonna do with people? Uh, let's move on to some other news. A little, uh, little segue there. A little sidebar, a little sidebar segue. Got your sidebar. Got the sidebar, Chris. <laughs> Maybe I should have a sidebar podcast. Uh, there could be the Chris Voss show, and there could be like this little sidebar where you can take and uh, <laughs> where it's the it's the outtakes of the show, basically. It's the sidebars of the show. It's the segues of the show. You're like, I don't want to listen to the meat. I just want to listen to the part where Chris got off the track and just kind of fucking ran with it for a while. That's a, that's the uh, podcast I'm looking for. It's the one where he just goes right off the rails into some direction and you just don't know where it's going. It's just a train running across the desert off the rails full speed ahead with volition that we can't grind to a halt yet. And he's going to run that thing right into the ground until it stops on some rock or gravity and friction, bring it to an end, and then he's going to move to the next subject. And you know what, folks? The beauty of that is I just did that for you. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Another segue. Another sidebar. That's two for this podcast. If I just keep doing this, I have another podcast of just sidebars. Anyway, going back to our main topics of news, Hawaii's, uh, Huawei's actually, I always get that wrong. Huawei's rotating chairman, Eric Zhu, rotating chairman, what the hell? Uh, estimates the company uh, 2019 revenue grew by 18% year over year to $122 billion. I'll take a check on that. Says it shipped 240 million smartphones, but forecasts a very difficult 2020. So that should be interesting. Wow, with even the U.S. cutting them out and leaning on them and giving them hell for shit, they still ship 240 million smartphones. Wow, got all of those Chinese. What is it like six billion of them or something? Five billion, four billion? I don't know. How many the Chinese are? Uh, good for them. Way to go, Chinese. According to The Verge, Sonos should rethink its trade-up programs. This is the uh, opinion piece. Uh, recycle mode, which bricks old Sonos devices for a discount on newer ones and consider uh, a policy of reuse. I guess Chris Welch over The Verge uh, doesn't like the irreversible kill switch for a discount um, that basically pollutes the environment. Uh, Sonos, I guess, got called out by some people about how they take and do this. I guess they try and upgrade you to a new unit. Instead of just having them ship the old unit back to your toss it, they brick it so that no one can use it again. Which is kind of lame. I mean, why can't why can't you just go resell it? <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're doing some sort of deal. Sonos, uh, we're actually reviewing right now one of the Sonos speakers. Um, it's a little small one. I think it's the LR5. And um, it's okay. It's an interesting little product. Let's put it that way. Um, I actually like my Harman Kardon uh, Citation 1 better, but that's just me. So there you go. Uh, according to news, uh, Business Insider, Amazon is set up to open a homeless shelter in its Seattle headquarters. Is that for its employees on the floor? Oh, shit. The burn is real, Chris. Oh. <laughs> 
Uh, hopefully it's got a medical facility for this. Those poor employees that have heart attacks on the floor. This is sad, man. Anyway, the homeless shelter has got the capacity to serve 275 people through an expanded partnership with nonprofit Mary's Place. I don't know. This sounds probably like a good thing. Maybe. Uh, they're playing up to, you know, get their money and all that good stuff. Way to go. There you go. Fun is fun. So... Sorry, a bit of a yawn there. What was that about? Um, Report coming out of the New York Post is, in January, YouTube will expand limitations on the data that videos aimed at kids can collect and stop showing personalized ads to underage viewers. Boy, I'm so glad I don't make underage viewer uh, videos on YouTube. Because if you are... (laughs) Bye-bye money. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make some still money. Maybe you make great videos for kids like that one kid. What is he making, like $26 million a year? The kid uh, who reviews toys, and he's like, I don't know, 10 or something now. I don't know. Um, that's pretty crazy, man. Good for him. Good for that kid. I hope he's saving for college because by the time he hits college, college will be $26 million a year, I think, at this pace. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, YouTube's doing that. The only thing annoying for me is all my YouTube videos, they're like asking me, is this made for kids? And you have to say it's not. Like, don't do that. Just just say just say that I have to click a box if it's made for kids. Like, I really don't want to go through 3,500 videos and be like, this is a kid, this is a kid, this is a kid. I mean, I could use TubeBuddy, but I don't know. I don't really want to. Uh, according to Financial Times, U.S. shoppers expect to return $100 billion worth of unwanted goods bought this holiday season. Online purchases three times more likely to be returned than those in stores. Uh, so there you go. Um, fun is fun. <laughs> what are you returning this holiday season? Because it's not what you give or get. It's what you return. <laughs> it's the, the return thought that counts. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I've been avoiding like Costco in the stores. I actually, I think the day after Christmas or something, I drove to Costco and I went like really early in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to get there really early and, uh, and to zoom in there and grab some stuff and get out before it turns into fucking shitville. And, uh, I got there real early, pulled up and giant motherfucking line out the front. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go home and enjoy my holiday. <laughs> I don't need that kind of punishment, people. Seriously. Uh, according to the Washington Post, Facebook has quietly started removing some misleading ads about HIV prevention drugs weeks after activists said they could cause a health public crisis. So uh, these ads, I guess, are out there and have something to do with HIV prevention drugs. And they're uh, putting their th- finger on the scale. They're putting their thumb down, if you will, and saying... We're not going to allow that stuff in a mall. That's our thing. We're sticking deep. There you go. Um, anyway, guys, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now I'll have to go cut the uh, podcast into pieces so we can work on that sidebar podcast. Welcome to the sidebar podcast with Chris Voss. I'm not doing that, guys. I'm just fucking around. I'm not going to make a sidebar podcast. <laughs> if you would really like one, write me at, at Chris Voss or you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, all those places and say, Hey Chris, can you really 
do that for us because we really want it. And uh, I'll give it some thought because you guys are nice. And I like you. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.